There have been over 30 attacks on pregnancy resource centers in the last several weeks. Several of them have been firebombed by radical pro-abortion advocates in New York and Oregon and elsewhere. The shadowy group Jane's Revenge has taken responsibility. The Department of Homeland Security says there's going to be an increase of these attacks in the coming weeks. What can you do about it? You'll find out today on The Mark Harrington Show. Activist Radio, The Mark Harrington Show is brought to you by Created Equal, and you can support our work by donating by going to createdequal.org and just click on the right side. There's a little donate link there, and that'll support the ministry of Created Equal and the radio program. Uh, also, if you would, uh, you know, you can pick up the program on all the popular podcasting platforms. If you would, subscribe, share, and if you like the program, leave a five-star review. Well, today on the program, we're going to be talking about abortion terrorism. In the last couple of programs here, I've dealt with this to some degree, but today we're going to devote most of the program to it. And I, I wish we wouldn't have to be doing this, people. I really do. But as we are coming up to the imminent uh, overturning of Roe versus Wade, I hope, and we're all praying for, here in the next several weeks, the U.S. Supreme Court is eventually going to hand down the Dobbs decision. We're all anticipating that the Supreme Court is going to overturn Roe. And ever since the leaked draft opinion by Samuel Alito, there has been an uptick in abortion violence towards pregnancy resource centers, pro-life activists all across America. Initially, I thought it was somewhat tame. I was pleased in a sense that it wasn't worse than what I thought it might be. But ever since then, we've seen it escalating. Now, there have been several arsons. There have been direct attacks. There's been vandalism and lots of threats. And so what we want to talk about today is to try to unpack this. Uh, we want to make sure that we're being uh, balanced in the sense that we're not trying to overhype this and scare people, but we want to make sure that people are aware of what's going on so that they can make the necessary adjustments or to their security in the coming days and months uh, as we approach the overturning of Roe versus Wade. And in order to do that today, I have as my guest, Jim Harden, and he is the CEO of Compass Care. Jim, thanks for being on the show. Thanks for having me. It's an honor to be with you. So, Jim, you know, I, I've been following what has happened with your uh, pregnancy resource centers, especially the one in Buffalo, New York, that was uh, firebombed recently. Uh, if you would, just, just tell us what, leading up to that event, and then what has taken place since then? Yeah, so leading up to the event that took place a week ago Tuesday, with the firebombing, a brutal firebombing of our medical office in Buffalo, there were there were increasing threats that were similar to um, the encouragement of Jane's revenge uh, mm -hmm. for, for their cell groups to, to enact against pro-life people in pregnancy centers. And so we notified yeah. the local police, so we also notified the FBI, so they were aware of it even before the firebombing took place. So um, what kind of threats were they? Were you getting emails or phone calls or just? Uh, we were getting basically increased. Yeah, we were getting increased activity both on site, in person, as well as 
online. Okay. We're getting a barrage of online attacks. In fact, they attacked us so hard online that uh, we, we we lost our, our Google uh, placement. Google basically wiped really? off our business accounts because of all the propaganda one-star reviews. And what was the response of the FBI when you turned this stuff before this actually, the firebombing happened? How did they respond? Um, they basically responded with, uh, well, there's nothing we can do until something happens attitude. Um, <laughs> Really? And, uh, you know, unfortunately, uh, something really bad it happened. Happened. And, uh, you know, when police arrived in the scene at two 30 in the morning, uh, they, they found the glass, all the glass windows broken fires were lit. It was the pro abortion crystal knock. It was the broken glass at night. You know, that's, mm -hmm. that's the crystal knock is the watershed event, uh, where in, in Nazi Germany, uh, violence tipped into the, uh, to, te uh, targeting the Jewish community. And uh, the, the, there's two reasons why uh, the violence tipped. And it was because number one, there was a lack of public outcry. And number two, there was a lack or, or refusal on the part of the political elite to denounce the violence. And that's exactly what we have here now. This crime wave across the country has hit 25 pregnancy centers in multiple states um, and, and, it, and it needs to stop. And, and the Biden administration refuses to allocate resources. Absolutely true, as we've seen, unfortunately, after the leaked opinion by Justice Alito, there were groups that were going to the justices' homes. I think they still are to date. They've been tracking down their children. I mean, this is unbelievable. And yet there's almost nothing being said by a Department of Justice, by Merrick Garland. Uh, if nothing else, they're, they're not maybe encouraging this to be taking ha to happen. But they're certainly not denouncing it. Uh, Chuck Schumer himself, as we all know, a couple of years ago in front of the U.S. Supreme Court, threatened the U.S. Supreme Court justices, uh, Justice Gorsuch and Kavanaugh. If you would, Mr. Producer, go ahead and play that clip. And I know people have heard this before, but we need to understand something. That these justices, are their lives are at risk right now, and it's because of the rhetoric of the left. Go ahead and play that clip. I want to tell you, Gorsuch. I want to tell you, Kavanaugh, you have released the whirlwind and you will pay the price. You won't know what hit you if you go forward with these awful decisions. See, and it's, it's that kind of irresponsible rhetoric that is in part responsible for this type of violence that's happening. They are not even denouncing it, let alone providing the resources necessarily to, to, to combat it. Uh, as you know, Jim, there's a bill sitting right now in the House of Representatives that passed the U.S. Senate unanimously to provide additional security for the justices. Yet Nancy Pelosi has sat on it. She said this, quote, this is why this has not passed the United States House of Representatives. She said nobody is in danger over the weekend because the bill hasn't passed. I mean, OK, so we're going to wait until somebody ha gets hurt, until somebody actually gets assassinated before we're going to uh, devote these resources. Here's the problem, as you know, Jim, you have uh, you've had one of your centers attacked, yet your governor, Governor Hochul, hasn't come to your side and, and tried to investigate this. In fact, she's they, they passed a bill to investigate the crisis pregnancy centers. Is that right? Am I reading that right? I know it sounds, it sounds um, <laughs> surreal. I know yeah. it sounds you know, dystopian, but that's exactly yeah. what she did. Instead of, of, of allocating resources and instead of denouncing the violence and allocating resources to, to investigate the 
arsonists, she had passed a bill investigating pro-life pregnancy centers because we don't provide a refer for abortion because we disagree with them. It's the government's job to protect all citizens, including or maybe even especially those that disagree with them because of this, exactly. this kind of violence there that she is complicit with this pro-abortion crystal knock. There's no doubt about it. And, and you know, they've been uh, Amy Coney Barrett's children have been targeted. The school that they attend have been targeted. The, the church that she attends has been targeted. Yeah, I, I for one cannot wait until this decision is handed down so these justices can get out of town and get protection. Yes. <laughs> well, you know, but yeah. let's let's talk about this crystal knock because um, which I think is an appropriate analogy with what happened in Nazi Germany in targeting Jews. Uh, this is now happening uh, at a increased frequency across the country. These attacks. And we're not making this stuff up, folks. I mean, the, these buildings are being attacked. There's arson. There's vandalism. There are threats, physical threats. We've had them here on email, people threatening us. Uh, this group, this shadowy group called Jane's Revenge kind of popped up out of nowhere, apparently. But yet they have a blog. And, and here's the thing. and I, I can't understand this. Uh, the U.S. government, the House of Representatives, has now been investigating January 6th for over a year and a half. I don't know how many millions of dollars they put into that. Now, I agree the rioters should go to jail, prosecuted for what they did if it's illegal. But a year and a half worth of resources towards that, yet it seems like nothing's being done to track down these people that are burning pregnancy resource centers. In fact, why is this blog even up? I mean, can't the U.S. federal government just say we're shutting that thing down because there are threats on this blog, yeah. uh, basically direct threats to organizations like yours? Yes, exactly right. This came out yesterday. They said essentially Jane's Revenge that took responsibility for the firebombing in, in Buffalo. And then they said, through attacking, we find joy. These people are yeah. sadists, Mark. They're sickening. They yeah. They, deepened, they even deepened their threats. And they said, we, we promise to take increasingly drastic measures, saying that they, they that 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 may not come in the form of something so easily cleaned up as fire and graffiti. What are they saying there? They're calling for blood. That's what they're calling for. And they're not going to arrest until people are dead. And who's going to be responsible? I'm going to tell you right now, we're going to it's going to be hung around the neck of Joe Biden and Kathy Hochul. They're responsible. That's right. That's right. You know, folks, we we're going to post this link to James Revenge's uh, communique. I still don't understand why it's even online, because there are direct threats here. They're basically they, they say we you have seen us and they list every one of the cities in which there has been violence mm -hmm. and vandalism and arson. And what more does the federal government need to shut down this website? Uh, they're telegraphing their marching orders to the people in the field to go and perpetrate these these uh, these these acts of violence. And yet the government isn't doing anything about it. It's it's just unreal that this is going on now. It, it, we don't know much about them because, it, you know, they say that they're you know, they're they're not really well formed or whatever. But they do talk about cells. Mm -hmm. There are cells here. Um, they say that, as you say, that they're going to do something more than. Uh, then fire and graffiti. They say it's easy and fun to attack. Well, hopefully it isn't going to be easy and fun when they're in jail. That's where I hope they end up. I, I for one, hope that the government takes this seriously. I doubt it. 
we're going to have to do everything we can. And as as pro-life organizations, whether you're a resource center or an organization like ours, to take precautions. And so, Jim, you know, I don't want you to disclose any, you know, security information. But what are you guys doing to, you know, protect yourselves against future attacks? We have dramatically increased security, as, as you can imagine. Uh, Good. And so we uh, our security professionals tell us not to communicate too much about how we've enhanced right. security yeah. for, obvious for obvious reasons. reasons. So they don't get around yeah. it. But, uh, yep. you know, rest assured, we, we have, um, um, you know, orders of magnitude increased security around all of our all of our uh, facilities that are at risk. Uh, so, um, you know, my, uh, the morale of our staff is high. Uh, we, th- this is God's calling. We, we have been asked by God to uh, to be the good Samaritan to those that are have been beaten and left for dead on the dangerous Jericho Road of life. Uh, that Amen. the weakest and vulnerable among us are are women who think that their only choice is abortion. And our job is to give her a vision of her future after having had a child. We use ethical medical care and comprehensive community support. We meet. We we provide for her unmet health care and resource needs. That's. That's what we're all about. That's and for free, by the way. And and this mm-hmm. is what we're being investigated for. This is why people are not. Kathy Hochul refuses to uh, denounce the violence because we don't do abortions. I'd say there's no shortage of abortion in America. In fact, there's no shortage yeah. of abortion in New York. This yeah, abortion of all places. Uh, you know, and they're and, and, New, and Kathy Hochul and Governor Newsom both came out saying they're going to use taxpayer funds to get women to travel from conservative states into their states when, when Roe is reversed. This is the new hub-and-spoke business model. These, these people, these, these politicians are simply tools of the abortion industry. It is, it is a massive conflict of interest. Well, and you guys are there. On, you know, this, is, this is ground zero uh, in New York. It is ground zero. You are going to be, if you're not already, a destination, location for women who want to have an abortion who yes. might have to leave a state like Ohio hopefully, <laughs> where they will outlaw abortion eventually when Roe is overturned. And as you say, it's kind of this uh, wheel and spoke. If you would kind of under, if you would share what you mean by that, that sure. what the pro-abortion movement is doing uh, to make New York accessible to the rest of the country New York for is abortion, the em- that is. Yeah. New York yeah. is the empire state and there is an abortion empire and they're changing their business model ahead mm-hmm. of the reversal of Roe. Uh, so to this hub and spoke plan whereby spoke. Yeah. Where they're going to they're going to help women uh, receive chemical abortions online. Very dangerous, 400 percent more dangerous than surgical. And they're going to inc- help them travel uh, from their state to the abortion hub states. And we I one of the things I think that we've been attacked, I think why we've been attacked is because we have 650 pregnancy centers that are, that are using Compass Cares uh, materials and strategies. And we have a plan to give them the 21st century tools necessary to disrupt the abortion industry's plan. We've been working on it for several years and we're, we're, we're implementing it right now. We have the ability in, in, a, in a few short years, we'll have the ability to serve 900,000 women a year. Mm. We have the, for the first time ever, we have the ability to, to uh, compete with the abortion industry. And they're, they're scared and they're not able to cope. And their militant aspect of the abortion industry is coming out. And this is, this is what it is, Jane's Revenge. My guest is Jim Harden. He's the CEO of Compass Care. We're talking about the uptick in abortion violence and terrorism across America with these increased uh, acts of violence, including arson, vandalism, just general threats online to pregnancy resource centers around America. 
And you can find out more about Jim's organization. Jim, if you would, the website is? The website is erasingtheneed.com. That's erasingtheneed.com. All right. And folks, we need to take this seriously. Uh, you know, we can't just think that this is a passing thing. I mean, this is the new normal, likely in a post-Roe America, where individuals who claim to be pro-life, who are activists, whether you're out on the street, sidewalk counseling, whether you run an organization, a pregnancy resource center, or something like Created Equal, that we need to take action and do the things, the practical things, to protect ourselves. This is a new situation in which we find ourselves in. And the Department of Homeland Security just recently on the June 7 has come out with a bulletin issuing that they expect more attacks on pro-life pregnancy centers. Uh, Jim, if you would wrap it up, why do you think it is that they're targeting the centers and not say right to life organizations or groups like Created Equal? Uh, as far as we we know, they're, they're not planning those. Why do you think it is that they're attacking the pregnancy resource centers? Because for me, I'm thinking to myself, you guys help women. This is what you do. Why would they want to make it uh, increasingly difficult for the very women who are going to be affected by the abortion, the changes in the abortion landscape to not be able to seek the kind of care that they need? Yeah, it makes no I, sense. That's, that's a good question. I, you know, their motto, James Revenge, their motto is if abortion isn't safe, then neither are you. It's not about women for them. It's not about choice. Uh, they've attacked women by attacking these pregnancy centers and compass care um, because I think they've attacked us because we're a threat. We're an mm -hmm. existential threat to their business right. model. We've right. got a way to reach and serve 900,000 women a year. There's only 800,000 abortions in America and we can serve their entire business. We can serve the entire uh, demographic of women seriously considering abortion in America. And, and, and this hub and spoke plan that they have puts them at risk. Well, and I'm glad that you guys didn't succumb to the threats of Jane's revenge. They said you had 30 days to shut down. I'm glad you didn't do it, <laughs> you know, and I'm glad that we're not going to cower in fear to these no. threats. Uh, you know, that, you know, that, that, that's basically what they were, they said they were requiring of the pregnancy resource centers that they would like all of a sudden you're just going to close your doors after 50 years of, of serving the community communities. So no we appreciate you being on the program, Jim, keep us in the loop as to what's going on and folks, please pray yes. for compass care, play, pray for Jim and other leaders around the country that are trying to protect their facilities and their people. As we now face this imminent overturning a row, which I think mm -hmm. is going to happen. And uh, what we've, you know, we're going to see on the other side, other side of this is really uncharted waters. But for sure, we are now facing this new normal, which could be increased attacks, violence, vandalism and threats. And folks, we need to be ready for it. So, Jim, thanks for being on the show. It's an honor. Thanks for having me. So, friends, I want to give you your marching orders in the culture war now that you know that uh, these pregnancy resource centers and others other organizations and facilities are under attack. And I'm not making that up. I mean, it's for sure now. We've been following this and and there's more and more of this happening as we lead up to the imminent overturning of Roe versus Wade, which will hopefully come within days, that you need to take action. The first thing you could do is support Created Equal or your local pregnancy resource center by giving the, the finances they need to protect their facilities and their people from these shadowy organizations and individuals like Jane's Revenge 
that are dead set in causing all kinds of havoc, violence, arson, vandalism, that kind of thing. And, and we need your financial support because we're beefing up our security here and a lot of organizations are by including uh, additional security measures, electronic and otherwise. And so you can support Created Equal by going to uh, createdequal.org and just click on the donate link and send us a gift to help us secure our people and our facilities. Also, the day of action is coming up and that'll be on June 23 and 24 here in Columbus. I think that will be just days prior, in my opinion, from the handing down of the Dobbs v. Jackson Supreme Court case, which I predict is going to be handed down on June 27th. We're holding this in Columbus. This is a training and outreach uh, event in which you can come to Columbus and be part of it. To find out more, go to createdequal.org and you can click on the link there to Day of Action. Also, across the country on that decision day, which I'm calling D-Day, that is Dobbs Decision Day, there is going to be a spontaneous reaction and celebration at some level for the overturning of Roe, if that does happen. And you can go to overturnroe.org to find out more, overturnroe.org to find out about these rallies. Now, finally, let me just finish off by giving you some practical advice on what you can do during these times of turmoil. Proverbs 27, 12 says this, the wise man sees danger ahead and avoids it, but fools keep going to get into trouble. Let me just say this, friends. We are entering into a new paradigm in America. Uh, and if you aren't taking these threats to conservatives, Christians, and pro-lifers seriously, it's time to do so. There are things we can be doing to keep ourselves safe. And the simplest one is this. If you see something, say something. Something's out of line. It doesn't seem to fit or, 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 or match. Let others know about it. Uh, let the government know. Call the police, law enforcement. If you see something, say something. Just situational awareness. Uh, you know, we have to take these threats seriously. And I think, it, you know, those types of things can be helpful. Also, if you're uh, involved uh, with a church that's pro-life or a pregnancy resource center, the basics, you know, good locks on your doors. Don't let people in your building unless you know who they are. Increase your lighting. If you have money to afford uh, closed-circuit cameras at entrances and so forth, uh, alarm systems, fire systems, these fire detection systems, these are all important. Uh, and this is the time to invest in that type of infrastructure. Also, just cybersecurity. You ought to go through and make sure that you're protected against, uh, you know, hacks, uh, uh, electronic hacks into your, uh, into your, your uh, servers, your websites. Uh, encrypting your communications. These are all things we can be doing, the practical things that will help us uh, navigate these uh, the troubled waters in which we find ourselves uh, increasingly in a post-Roe America. Uh, so let, let me just finish up by saying this. We have been planning and praying for this day for a very long time. This summer, I celebrate 25 years of full-time ministry in the pro-life movement as a missionary to the pre-born and women who are considering abortion. It's an honor to be involved in this fight. And I hope I survive another 20 or, or so years and continue on. Uh, 
but it's 25 years ago that I was set apart for this work this summer. And I think it's appropriate that we are likely seeing the overturning of Roe versus Wade. Frankly, I wasn't certain I was going to see it in my lifetime, and it looks like we might. Now, does that make it easier or harder for us? In many respects, respects, it makes it harder because now we can't just look to the federal government and the U.S. Supreme Court to solve our problem. We have to fight individual battles at the state and local level. And that's a whole new landscape for us, friends. And Created Equals prepared to take action along those lines. We are going to be supporting legislation in states to which we think they have a high probability of getting across the finish line and being signed by the governor and enforced in law. And there's going to be several of those states, probably up to say 20 to 25 of them, that will be looking at the over or the, the, the outlawing abortion immediately after the overturning of Roe versus Wade. Now, a lot of these laws are already, uh, uh, they've already been passed and signed. They're just being held up. But that doesn't mean that they're immediately going to go into effect. A trigger law is not less necessarily going to go into effect right away because the pro-abortion activists are going to go into court, whether it's state or federal court, and sue to keep that from happening. But we have a plan. We have a roadmap for a post-Roe America, and it includes educating voters, educating people in these states that are likely to overturn Roe versus Wade. Also, we are in the midst of funding a uh, mobile ultrasound unit that can be deployed to border states where uh, the abortion uh, abortions have been outlawed, where they might be coming into an abortion uh, haven state like New York. So we have all kinds of projects that we are attempting to go to get online here in the aftermath of Roe versus Wade being overturned, and we could use your support and prayer. We'll see you next time. God bless you. God bless America. And remember, America, to bless God. You've been listening to Mark Harrington, your radio activist. For more information on how to make a difference for the cause of life, liberty, and justice, go to createdequal.org. To follow Mark, go to markharringtonshow.com. Be sure to tune in next time for your marching orders in the culture war.